I'm Batman. Lindsay and Mitchell, and these are my stories. I'm Batman. Howdy, folks. I hope we're having a good day. <clears throat> Excuse me. Howdy, folks. I hope you're having a good day today. And let me be the first to welcome you to Autism Rocks and Rolls. Now, before we begin, I must note that I am not Dr. Psychiatrist. If you're starting on, you diagnosed with autism, please see a physician. I will be based on my experiences. I also not own the rights to this sounds. Both sounds were found on freesound.com. Now, I also have some paid for the following. I want to give a shout out to Farm Bureau. I would also like to give a big thank you to my man, Brandon Barrett, our Farm Bureau in Bedford, Indiana. He also gave a very generous donation to help me build my podcast and business. Visit him there today for all your insurance needs. Please check out Casper Kids as well. Brandon and his wife run this fishing charity. I've helped many, many, and many kids over the years. Right now, they're looking for kids to join. If you know someone with disability that would love to fish and grub them up, let us know. For Brandon Barrett at Farm Bureau Insurance in Bedford, Indiana. And I give it to Steve Miller and Angel Shear. These two have been behind me 100%. Check out Stephen Miller Tax Service Day in Bloomington, Indiana. I know tax season is over. There are late filings, too. The tax service will take care of you, so call them today. And I give it to Christina Arthur and Jamie Springer at PALS, or People and Animal Learning Services in Bloomington, Indiana, on Elwyn Road. It's truly a hidden gem in Indiana, so make sure to check them out. And I have some people I'd like to thank. I'm going to give one more shout-out to that man, Carl Elson, owner of LTrainGraphics.com. We're actually using his services for a short PSA animated announcements regarding autism rocks and rolls. And we will potentially use it for a longer documentary in the future. You can put together any type of video that you would like. And I think it's kind of cool that he's using anime, so please check him out. And I gotta get into the Phoenix Empowerment. I was on this podcast, and this podcast believes in storytelling, and I told my story with pride and passion. Give them a listen, folks. And I go to the Mental Health Talk podcast with Mustafa Ashraf. What a great guy and a great podcast, too. So also check him out. And we were also excited to chat with Diana Strand from JDS Video Media Productions. What a neat nonprofit she has. Those on the spectrum learn about theater, filming, and other media techniques. We cannot wait to collaborate with her in the future. And I was also on Terrain's podcast, Terrain Brown's podcast, Behind the Shades Again. We have known Terrain for a while, and he is an awesome guy, so make sure to check him out as well. And some good news is I finished the disability camp at the Ivy Tech this week, and wow, what great information I took that would help me benefit from college. I even made a friend there named Coleman. Coleman is an awesome guy, and I cannot wait to talk to him in the future. So, Coleman, you're an awesome guy, and I can't wait to hang out with you more, man. And my mom and I also met a wonderful lady named Sanhaya Lockenpaul. She is the host of the podcast, Redefine Instruction, and is a true advocate for those on the spectrum and their families. Check out her podcast as well. And I want to give a thank you to Sarah Tonko, C131, meet Asta and Suzanne and Princey Sarah Tonko for more information. But she has supported me 100%. From Resident Alien for her friendship and all of her support. She's going to start shooting Season 2 of Resident Alien Canada in just a week or so. We are so excited to watch and see what goofballs they have up their sleeve. And I gave one to James Cox in C143. When words fail, music speaks crossover for more information. But James Cox and I did a podcast together. And he has a podcast, When Words Fail, Music Speaks. And I have one called Autism Rocks and Rolls. Which means we did a collaborate project where we talked about music and how it's healing for me and him. So check out that episode and learn more about how music is a healing tool for anyone that is a, has a disability or doesn't even. Oh, psych. Wait a minute. There's one more. I was also on a podcast called The Narrative. The podcast talked about faith, art, and storytelling as well. So check them out and learn about all of the narrative podcast's cool features that they produce. Now, I would like to spend a couple minutes talking about a new sponsor, PALS, People and Animal Learning Services in Bloomington, Indiana. PALS is a non-print therapeutic writing center for people with disabilities, veterans, and senior citizens, and at-risk youth. The therapeutic power of horse can offer many physical, emotional, and even social benefits for our diverse population. We have two of the grounds 
where they were and love these people for everything they do and their clients and the animals. When I read the PAL's mission on their website, I realize that our missions are basically the same. PAL's wants to promote joy, quality of life, better health, and empowerment by providing therapy programs with horses. Listen to this. They also want to provide a caring, safe, and challenging environment. They want to foster growth and individual achievement of all participants that will enable them to reach their highest potential. The key words here are highest potential. Like My Autism Rocks and Rolls podcast, Pals is trying to show that no matter what, human beings have something to offer in society and that they will help them show what they can do. Our audience is not only similar, but we are both trying to change the world one lesson, one episode at a time. Please join us at Pals on the Pals Grounds on July 7th, Saturday. Here I will get the full riding experience from Pals, and after the lesson, you all can ask us questions and interact with the animals for free. The address is 7644 W. Elwyn Road, Bloomington, Indiana. The event starts at noon. Come and visit Pals, folks. And we also have some merchandise that we need to sell. So let me know if you want to buy a shirt or any other merchandise that's $15 or a little more. But if you buy multiples, you can actually get a discount. Now, everyone will be right back and looking at today's topic. But for now, we got here at Wellspring Paint Solutions. So hit it. Hello, everybody. This is Mike Glasscott from the Glass in the Afternoon radio program on News Sports Talk 98.7 and AM 1370 and WGCLradio.com. And on behalf of Wellspring Pain Solutions, they're happy to partner with Sam Mitchell and the Autism Rocks and Rolls podcast. Wellspring Pain Solutions applauds Sam's mission statement to eliminate the stigma associated with autism. Here's what we want you to do. Check out the website wellspringpainsolutions.com you'll find out which of the four locations is closest to you you'll get a chance to meet their team of providers and all the services offered at wellspring when you're there now the fun really begins you'll find the link to sam's website where you'll find all his podcasts background information on his guests as well as all the merch in his merchandise store you'll be amazed you'll have fun you'll enjoy it all we ask you to do is take a listen and spread the word that autism rocks and rolls all right folks i'm back and don't you be too nervous to meet these fine people now for today's topic we're actually talking about dc comics because in my opinion not all heroes wear capes you don't have to be the good looking guy on the block to be the superhero or to shoot laser out of your eyes to be a superhero no You have to have the right mindset to be a hero. And I'm trying to be a hero for all guys and girls in all shapes and sizes. But it's not the easiest every day, I'll admit it. Even though I'm a good-looking guy and I don't have the good physique, but I'm still good-looking, it's not good hard to be a hero because I do overwhelm. But anyway, I am a superhero because I don't have the powers to shoot lasers out of my eyes. I don't have the power to be cool. I have the power to speak and promote my life and my stories. That's my power. But each one of us has our own powers, in my opinion, actually, even though it's not the coolest or our supernatural. Sometimes it could be from us doing a podcast to being a great detective. So the powers are unlimited that you produce. But you got to make sure it's respectable power, granted. But you got to make sure that get your power with pride. And you understand that power is awesome. But no matter what, it's only your power that you can produce. Now, the definition of DC Comics is the largest and most successful collection in American market of comic books and other forms of media because I just did the calculations. It's been going on for 86 years, and that's longer than me. I mean, I've DC Comics was around when I was born, and I didn't even know about it. <laughs> so that's kind of funny to me. In my opinion, DC Comics has everything that you need with a lack of something, which I'll mention later. But DC Comics just has the coolest things alive, 
and it has it's large. I mean, it's big. There's probably a headquarters somewhere that I don't even know about that exists because of those characters. I mean, each one of those characters produces something online, and I don't know what it is yet. But DC Comics is so big and so large to the point that I would be wouldn't be surprised if they made more heroes and villains in the future. But also, DC Comics existed when I would go six feet under. I think this has some relations to autism because I see some characteristics in me with the superheroes because all those superheroes I'm going to mention later on and the characters in DC, they all have me in them. I think they do or someone on a spectrum in them, whether it be their pickiness, maybe even to their ego. I don't know, but I firmly believe each one has a characteristic in me. But I also think this is so successful because with DC Comics, I'm going to be honest with you. In my opinion, it does lack story. I mean, I don't understand some of the stories that they do because, or the big picture stories, because sometimes it's jumping from one place to another. There's no like good storyline that makes sense to how they got there, which leads to structure. And because of the structure that I need sometimes in my life to understand stuff or understand a action, then I have to have that. Otherwise, DC Comics is going to still make no sense. I mean, sure, some stuff will, but not a whole lot in there. Let me tell you that. However, there is a but because in my opinion... I'm going to be honest, I think it has way more heroes and villains that take over pop culture with its stories and just the developments of each character. What I mean by this is I think, in my opinion, DC Comics than the other brand, which I'll make an episode on in the future, has more recognizable characters because I think you can learn about a DC comic character when you're young and then know about for the rest of your life at least. And their backstory is just, you'll know about their backstory. Like, I could easily tell you the backstory of a DC comic hero. I mean... The Joker, example. The Joker, let's see, had a bad home life, ran away, became a criminal, or a petty criminal, didn't understand life, had a mental issue, boom, became the Joker. So I understand those, and that makes sense to me. The backgrounds of the characters and the recognizable makes sense. I mean, if a little kid goes to a theme park, they're going to recognize Wonder Woman over someone else probably. So, of course, to me, it's really recognizable and just makes sense. And... The developments and how they became are just all in mushed together perfectly. Now, from a personal perspective, the reason why I like DC Comics is because I have less questions. Because in the other brand, I'm constantly like, okay, why are they why are they doing this? Why are they fighting? Why are they doing this? How come this is existing? Well, I mean, what led there? I mean, I know it lacks, like, big-time storylines in the end because I still have to ask questions. But it has, in my opinion, excellent little storylines. Because I understand why they're battling. I can understand why... This and this hero villain or hero hero battle because I understand the leading points to it. But when it gets to the big one, like, okay, wait a minute. When there's like creating something new in a movie, I question where does it come from and I have all these questions. But when it comes to this little storylines that make sense to me, it's perfect. It makes sense. It's logical. It's chronological in the way heroes are supposed to be because with those DC comic characters, they will battle and I know they're going to probably cross fists. But there's got to be a reason for it, and those reasons, to me, make sense. Now, in the bigger ones, that's for the other brand. But this brand, when it comes to the little storylines, it's DC. And then the battles are, I would say, more hyper or more cool. But in my opinion, DC Comics produces way much more le- better little storylines to where they can lead to battles than the other brand. Now, the history of DC Comics is according to a project by Nathan Byard. It was created by Malcolm Wheeler Nicholas. And the DC Comics stand for Detective. But it was actually created because after a while, at the time frame before DC Comics was made, there was just keep going Western comic books from Casey Ruggles to the Big Bad Wolf. But eventually people got tired of it. 
and was just like, okay, woohoo, bow gun, draw, Texas draw, bam. Okay, woo, winner, woo. But people, and people got tired of that. It was just the same old, same old, same old. But then after a while, people got the idea of making superheroes and the supervillain comic books, which led to the detective comic books being born. And believe it or not, this relates to autism in a way because of the repetitive behaviorness. I am a repetitive guy. I like to repeat behaviors. I'll admit it. But I'm not, like, too repetitive. I mean, if it's the same place, we're going to go out to eat in the same restaurant every, 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 every time, and it's not one that I, like, love, then screw it. I'm not going there 24-7. But if I do like it a lot, then yes, I will repeat that behavior. Like, for example, I tend to watch True TV Presents World's Dumbest a lot, and I love it a lot so much that I watch it over and over and over and over again every probably almost 50% of nights. But if it's something like, um, like something I don't love but like, like Impractical Jokers, then no, I'm not going to watch it over and over and over. I mean, I'll put it on when it's on, granted, but it won't be an everyday thing. Now, that was just the pre-sub. We'll get into the real episode right now. So how this episode is going to go is I will talk about the hero, and then I will talk about the powers and all of his superpowers, and I will explain how those superpowers relate to autism. Now I'll tell you about the history of the superhero, of how he became the hero, explain how that can relate to autism, and then any extras from the movies or from research, and tell you how that relates to autism. So in reality, it will be hero, powers, autism, history, autism, any extra weapons or utilities or something special, and autism. But I'll give you, I'll help. So let's name a fake here. So to help you out, we'll do a practice round. So, or practice one. So the first hero is Printer. Printer's powers is blah, 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 blah. This relates to autism because blah, 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 blah. And then the history of Printer is blah, 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 blah. His history relates to autism because blah, 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 blah. And any extra. So Printer has the weapon called the paper airplane. Blah, 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 blah. His paper airplane relates to autism because blah, blah, blah. And I hope this episode will make sense for you. But I hope that practice round helped all of you fans who are a little confused and having a hard time understanding. So... We'll do the first one a little slow also to help you. So the first one is The Flash. So Flash is a DC comic character who can move and run at superhero speed. So the way he resembles autism is like The Flash, we sometimes think fast when we're disorganized. So if I'm like moving around or I'm overwhelmed, then The Flash will run in the brain and then he leads to lightning striking my head. And if he strike and lightning strikes, then it shuts down. If you get struck by lightning, it's not good and you're shock and kind of like shaking like and that's us we're shaking when we're overwhelmed like crap i don't know this and it's hard when it's math or anything something that's hard for us and some people do not like that because someone's on a spectrum when that flash is running 24 7 we don't think and it processes too much information extremely quickly and it leads us to the point where we actually might miss details and if we miss those details, it affects all of us, believe it or not. It affects me, it affects you, it affects our bosses, and it makes everyone unhappy. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to make everyone unhappy. We want to make you happy and please you, but you got to let us think the way we choose to think. And if it's not like the Flash, then so be it. And if you're going to rush us and make us run around like crazy people... And good luck, because it ain't going to happen the right way. It's going to happen the wrong way. And if it's a worst-case scenario, the job will not get done, no matter how hard we try and no matter how hard you persuade us. It will not happen if you make us tilt the clock 24-7. Now, there is a but, though, because, however, others with autism 
actually, believe it or not, might think at best when their mind is racing literally because I actually have a good case in point. My friend, Austin Riley, and C-136, Austin Riley taking one lap at a time, more information. But he's actually a race car driver, and he actually thinks best when he is racing at full speed. So he's like the guy, if you make him sit down on the bed and make him do nothing, he'll be nervous, like, straight up. And with me, I would have been completely calm and cool off. He'll be nervous. He'll be shaking. He won't be thinking straight. But if he sees stuff going at a fast pace at 100 miles per hour, that's actually good for him. It's reverse psychology, kind of. What's actually bad for you is actually good for you. Because the way he thinks, stuff will get done. If you make him run around the store, boy, he's better get him a track field going because he'll run and get the job done. And believe me, and that's awesome for him. And I admire him for that because I can never think that way. I would lose it. The volcano brain would explode. And my world become dark and just not good for me. But with him, good job, Austin. Good job, man. That's all I can tell you. If you want to think like you are running a, a thousand miles per hour, be my guest. And keep racing. Now the history of the Flash was he was working in the science lab but got tired and accidentally fell asleep. But unbeknownst to him, he was sleeping by water vapor. Which actually, believe it or not, led him to breathing those vapors unintentionally. And this can relate to autism because, like him, we have a tendency to do the wrong thing inadvertently. And it's true because sometimes what we think is right is actually wrong. Because with the Flash, he fell asleep by those vapors. And he didn't mean to. He was full-on accident. Like, he was like, oops, I fell asleep. My bad. And he didn't mean to. It was full-on accidental. And we can do that too, though. Because we may not fall asleep by vapors and be the sharpest tool in the shed with that. But we may do something wrong accidentally. So, parents, if that's the case, I think the best thing for you to do is explain to them what they did wrong. Because I have a tendency to do that as well. I sometimes do the wrong thing and not realize it. And it's not my fault fully in my opinion. Because I don't understand 100%. So I think you need to explain. Okay so this is why it was wrong. And I actually have another story for that. I watched a clip the other day on a video with young Sheldon. And he got frustrated with his parents. And said fine I'd rather speak to none of you. Ugh. And he had to go to his room. But his dad came in and he said, look, I understand why you're tired, but that's... And then he said, I'm not tired, I'm exhausted. And he didn't understand why that was wrong. He thought it was okay to take his family out when you're exhausted. But his dad was more sympathetic with that. Younger me would do the same, but his dad wasn't mad at him. He kind of just explained what was wrong and explained why you can't take it out on your family, even though you're exhausted. And with me, it's going to be the same way because if I do something wrong, like accidentally kick the bed and I don't realize it, then... Yeah, I'm gonna, I might get in trouble. I'm like, oh crap. I'll be like, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize I kicked the bed. You know, I wasn't paying attention. I apologize. Then, in my opinion, parents, you need to explain why you gotta be extremely careful with not kicking that bed. Because, you know, because of this, I understand it was an accident. I'll let, let it slide this time. But please don't do it again. Here's why it was wrong and here's why you can't do it. You know, blah, blah, blah. But please, if we do the wrong thing inadvertently, do not explode at us and not chew our butts out. Instead, explain why what we did wrong so we don't do it the next time and if you realized it that's a whole new ball game but if not then just explain and then move on now the extras we need to hear about for the flash is the cosmic treadmill so after the flash learned that he could literally run through time and he became uncontrolled because the flash can run as long as he runs too fast where he runs through time and he's just passing up one o'clock so to end that he created a cosmic treadmill and like the flash we can also run through the time because when an assignment or a task is handed to us, it can sometimes become overwhelming no matter how much time we have. And people on the spectrum might either rush it or, as I like to kiddingly call it, run the clock. Because if we run the clock 
It's not because we're trying to be rush it and get it done. It's because we don't know what to do. It's because we're scared. I mean, at the end, it could be for younger ones, but for older ones, that's not that. It's because we don't understand what to do. And we might ask for help and ask anyone for help, but and ask the help button. But still, it may be too hard for us, and we may rush it or run the clock. So if that's the case, and I think what everyone needs to do is take a deep breath, first of all, and smell the roses, but also take it one step at a time, maybe divide your ideas, and then don't push it all on once. Instead, do one step, take a break. Do another one, take a break. Do a third, take a break. And just keep going until you get it done. And that way you can take it one phase at a time and not feel to the point you have to run the clock and past 3 o'clock in the morning. But maybe you can use it just not for an assignment or anything. You can use it for anything you do. I mean, if it's brushing your teeth, brush aside, take a break. Brush the gums, take a break. So you can use the take a break plan, I guess what you can call it, and then for anything, from getting dressed, from getting to brush your teeth. I mean, it can be for anything, for anyone on the spectrum, and for anyone with a disability who's having a hard time trying to fit it all in. So definitely, I would use what I call a take a break plan and then keep using it to the best of your ability, but know that don't extend those breaks too far, but keep using those breaks as a way to calm down. Now, the next one is the Green Lantern. So there are more characters, just want to let anyone know. But the first one is Green Lantern, a DC comic character that fights evil with Ring, but the powers um, from the Ring come from their emotions or visions. Now, this can definitely, believe it or not, can connect to autism because I've met each child, no matter with a disability or not, has an imagination. But put autism on the plate, and oh my goodness, their imagination just went from one to a thousand just with a snap of their fingers. It could be ten times more than the other child. For us, I don't think you understand our visions and ideas because they're either unrealistic or hard to understand. This could be our hidden talent. Because I do like to daydream. I'll admit I'm a daydreamer. But any kid who is younger than me, does envision stuff, but it's different visions. You know, maybe dark, maybe happier. I mean, they could envision them being 18 years old, while Zark is envisioning about a ball and a bat and just trying to play ball. So no matter what our envision is, it's a good envision, no matter what it is. But sometimes they're unrealistic. You know, we might be envisioning ourselves as a cookie, and I'm hopefully you don't want to be a cookie because you don't get eaten up and go in someone's stomach and then die. But anyway... No matter what it is, it's still an unrealistic envision, and that's hard for someone who's not a spectrum to understand. So I think it's important to let everyone daydream like their soul, no matter how strange or unique it is, because it still might be a cool one. Because being a cookie, I wish I could be a cookie sometimes, and being a chocolate chip cookie, because that'd still be cool, and just learn how that would work, and how a life of a chocolate chip cookie would work. But if it's hard to understand, then just have them explain and explain and explain, no matter how hard it is. And it is a hidden talent because no matter what it is, it's bigger and better than the others. Next one is Carol Fair. She's the love interest of Green Lantern. She's a woman who flew planes and loved them. Like her, she found her niche, and I encourage everyone on the spectrum to do the same, no matter what it is. Well, I guess I should say unless it's evil, then don't do it. But no matter what your niche is, let's tap into it. Because she did. She was obsessed probably with planes when she was younger, and she found it. So, like... Her, let's find our niche parents. And parents, you might think it's obsessions, but it's not. You should be tapping into it because they're. you know what they're really doing? They're practicing for their future skills because no matter what happens, they're going to do it probably as they're obsessed with it. I am obsessed with writing and podcasting. I'm using that for my future. I'm tapping in to know what I'm going to do for my future and use that 
skills that I'm obsessed with for the future, no matter what anyone thinks. But someone else, you know, what if a kid is obsessed with cooking and they all I want to do is go in that kitchen? What they become one of the greatest culinary artists? So you see, think it the other way. Don't think the obsession, think the practice way. If they're practicing their future skills, that's what you want. You want them to get a job and go do something and not be on the couch, obviously. That's what they're doing. They're obsessed with it. Well, they're they're practicing is what I meant to say. They're practicing and they're doing it the best way they can. And if that's being in the kitchen 24-7, no matter where it is, then gosh dang it, let them be in there 24-7 so that in the future they'll do something and they'll make themselves feel awesome and... In the end, they'll go far in life. The next one is Hector Howman, one of the two Green Lantern supervillains. He was exposed to Yellow Aura, and that made him turn bad with a bigger brain from the next character, and that gave him psionic powers. Like him, he was exposed, and it changed him. So people on the spectrum, when they are young, will partially act on what they are exposed to. So no matter how you are in the past, they'll be in the future as well, because whatever they see, smell, taste, like, they might like as well. At the end, they also probably find their own personal traits, but they also might do what you do. And I have a perfect example for that. When my dad went to Cedar Point and I, just us two, the first time, that was on the phone and he, the guy, couldn't hear him. So he kept saying double X because it was a shirt size. So he finally shouted, double X! And I do that myself when someone can't hear, but it's not to be rude. It's not to be like, well, by God, you can't hear? Eh. No, it's not that. It's to understand, it's to help you hear. It's like, okay, you can't hear. You probably got bad service. I understand. Let me sh- let me say it a little louder so you can hear. So I know it comes across as rude, but it's not. It's me trying to be respectful. The way you act will act as well. The past will come to us as well. The genes will follow us no matter where we are. So if you're not the best and raise your p- kid like bad, then yeah, we might act bad. But if you raise us right and respectful... You'll be great to go. Now, the bad traits, they might keep some of your bad traits because we're human and everyone slips and we're all not perfect. But the good traits, they might keep. It'll be a 50% them, 50% mom, 50% dad. The next one is Paris. He is a whole entity that is made of yellow energy that represents fear. He was once in prison for a long time. Like him, we can sometimes feel imprisoned mentally because no one wants to hear us. And sometimes it's easier for others who are not on the spectrum to not hear our voices, and it's easier to exclude. And see 1118 pushed to the side for more information. But it's a problem with this generation. No matter how hard we try on the spectrum, it's easier just to push us off. Be like, I don't know what you're saying. It's just so hard for you to understand. We're done. It's so easier just to give up. But why can't you let us in? Why can't you open the door fully and not just halfway? Let us try. I mean, it's worth a shot. I mean, if it doesn't work, fine. We try. That's all you can ask for, right? That's what society wants us to do. And even though I don't like society half the time, we can still try. What's the problem with trying? If you try, you usually are doing something right. That's all you need to do. And if it does work, great. But if it doesn't, fine. All that matters is that we went in the door, we did it, and we walked out. Nothing else matters. If we walk away with one person, great. If we walk away with no one, fine. All we did, though, was enter the door. That's all we need to do. But you might be wondering, Sam, what do we do when we open the door and we go in? Well, you want the honest answer? You talk, 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 and talk. You explain everything about you. You talk about your autism. In my opinion, if you want to keep it hidden, fine, but it might be easier to let it out, just so they know. You talk about your interests. You talk about it. You just keep talking, and in the end, it might work. And if it doesn't, you at least gave it your best. You may not win the trophy, 
but you may win the medal. And if you can win the medal, that's all that matters to me. If you get the trophy, oh, you're on you're on the spot. You're on fire. But if you get that medal, still, it's not may not be the best, but it's also not the worst. The worst would be trash on your head. But if you at least go in the door, get the medal, you're good. You're good to go. You did the right thing. Good job. Get the key and then move on to the next door. Now, the history is the Hal Jordan one is the one I want to talk about. So, Hal Jordan, he was an arrogant pilot who wants to follow the footsteps of his father. But one day, he was driving home. He saw a weird meteor crash. And the crasher, Admin Sir, granted him the ring and the powers because he was looking for someone who was, and I quote, utterly honest but had no fear. And believe it or not, that phrase, utterly honest but no fear, it's me. I'm an honest person. And C102, honesty versus blunt is more information, but because sometimes I can be blunt. And honesty is me. I'm an honest person. I'm not afraid to say how it is. I don't like to put the sugar on the cookies. I'm That's not who I am. I'd rather put the spiciness on the wings. My promise, I've let fear consume me for too long, and I'm done letting it do it. I can't let it anymore. I do what I was born to make, do a podcast, be a good son, be a good grandson, go work. I do what I was born to do with being the honest man, the good-hearted, honest person I am, but with no more fear, with no more shame, and with no more regrets of what I say. However, I will not lie. Even though I do not have regrets, I've made some enemies, I think, because of my mouth. I'm not going to lie to you. Now, it's hard to pick. Do you want to live and be careful, or do you want to live with some enemies? And believe me, it's hard sometimes to see that you hurt someone so bad to the point that you've just broke them down. And it's hard to see that. But I would rather live with that than the regrets. If Now, if you're the other way who wants to live with regrets but not hurt anyone, then maybe that's better for you. Because at the end of the day, you regret some of the stuff you've said and apologize. And I still do, granted. I'm not, like, ruthless. But you get a lot better than society and me, let me tell you that much. Because I, at the end of the day live with no fear, but I don't think some people like me because of what I've said. And anyone who have said that or I've done, I want to say I'm deeply sorry to, but I can't do it all. You have to do it too. Now the extras I like to talk about is first the DEO or the Department of Extra Normal Operations it is a secret government agency that has to keep an eye on the heroes with insane powers for public safety prevention. Similar to them, we need that because we need someone looking out for us, whether it's a family or a friend. Because at the end of the day, we need a mentor like anyone else. We need someone to look after us and help us understand that maybe is a family member, that is a friend. We just need someone in our lives that maybe isn't parents. Maybe it's grandma who we love to death. We might, man, I wonder our grandma's doing. I love her to death. I mean, we need that because we don't want to be consumed with family love or family time 24-7. I mean, I love my family, and I love my mom and dad, but I don't want them to be the ones just to have my back. You know, I don't want just mom and dad and then me. I want mom, dad, Sam, and then this whole other list, or at least three people. We need that person. So maybe parents find someone or family members step in for them. You know, they may not have the voice, but step in where they could say, man, I wonder how this person's doing. I love them. Or even if they can't, they'll smile each time they see you. So please step in for them so that they can understand that someone does love them and do- someone does understand that is not their parents. Because parents, whether you can do your good job, we need someone else too. We don't need just mom, dad. We need mom, dad, someone, and then someone else. It, sh- it just can't be you two. I mean, you guys are awesome, but it can't just be you two. It has to be two or more. And with this, it doesn't have to be a family member or a friend. It could be a someone else. You know, all we really need is that extra batch of corn. Because, and I'm the only reason I'm thinking of corns because right now I'm thinking of corn and I'm hungry, kind of. 
But anyway, if all we need is that second batch of corn, because we have that one batch of corn, which is mom and dad. But what about we have a second batch? All we need is that second batch, whether it's grandma, grandpa, a stranger. I mean, as long as it's someone that could represent autism or someone that can understand us perfectly or try to, we're great. That extra batch is awesome that we have that extra batch, and that's so helpful. Thank you. But please give us that extra batch, and they'll definitely help us with that butter and salt. The next thing is power rings. It's the object and the power source of the Green Lantern. When he is wearing, that gives him power. It's kind of like us because what we do or wear something, it gives us patter, patter, power, no matter what it is. And I mean that because a lot of those on the spectrum, parents, and the kids who are, then you feel free to wear whatever you want. So parents, allow those ones on the spectrum to wear whatever they want and to have their quirky natures. Because no matter what they're wearing, no matter what they're doing, if they are non-harmful, then they're fine. So please, let them have it. Let them wear their own power ring or their quirky ring, no matter what it is, so that they can live their life to the fullest and make sure that they're, at the end of the day, smiling with their teeth showing. Now, the next one is the Green Lantern Oath. It is a pledge to Green Lantern, the corporation, what it stands for. Like them, every country has their oath, like North America, Mexico, South America, Asia, Europe, they have their own. But I think people on the spectrum like to live their own way with their own oath. This is the Green Lantern's oath, because I have my own oath, I'm going to tell you. But first, to help you, this is the Green Lantern Oath. In the brightest day, in the blackest night, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evil's might beware my power, Green Lantern's light. But my oath's a little different. You see, my oath is, while others may stay, others fall. But you must make the call. You are the power that can make your own tower. Always know you can cry, as long as you try. To the ones that choose to stay, I hope you will graciously accept my pay. No matter what, be you. Mm. And yes, my fist is in the air right now. So, excuse me. But now, I'm curious. What are your oaths you live by? So, if I want, what I want you to do is, if you email me at mitchellsam171 at gmail.com or info at autismrocksandrolls.com, if you email me an oath you live by, but you got to tell me the oath and why you live by it, then you will get a free Autism Rocks and Rolls t-shirt because I want to know what are your oaths, how do you live, What's your lifestyle like and why do you live? Why have you chosen to have these personality traits and why is this oath meaning to you? Next, we need to talk about Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is a DC comic superhero who is a woman. She is relatable with a big heart, but due to being isolated on her home place, she lives the way we all want to, a life full of curiosity. And like her, people on the spectrum live the same way. We want to know everything that is going on. I personally like to know what is happening around me if it is not personal because... It can be interpreted as sticking your nose where it doesn't belong. And I try not to do that. I still work on it because however as much as I want to sometimes stick my nose, I got to learn it's not appropriate because sometimes I think I'm nosy when I'm meant to be curious because curious and nosy is different. Curiosity means you're just wanting to know what's going on. With nosy, you're buttoning in and you're trying to just learn and eavesdrop and get into someone's place that's not yours. And it's hard now because sometimes I think they're the same thing. It's like they're being curinosy, I guess is the way to put it. But it's hard for us. I think the reason why is because we've been excluded at C-118 again, pushed to the side for more information. Because we've been excluded so much, we want to fit in. We want to be a part of everything that's going on. And it's hard to do that when the world's telling us that you're sticking your nose where it doesn't belong, but you have a right to be curious. And to me, it's condescending. Which one is it, curiosity or nosy? So yes, it's a hard thing to understand. But I think as I get older, I'm getting the concept of it. 
with my last statement, parents, that's what it is. It takes time for them to understand that curiosity and nosy because we're constantly like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? When we're younger, because in our opinion, we think it's curious, but it's nosy. But we're like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, what happened to Uncle Johnny? I mean, we understand that's curious because I think we need to know that because it's family. And it also really depends on the circumstances. I mean, if it's someone we know, I think it's fair. You need to tell us if it's a family or a really close friend. But if it's like a personal secret, that's being nosy. And I get that 100%. I like to respect people's privacy. That's why I don't reveal anything personal on here because it's my privacy. But it's also hard to know what is it. So I think parents need to explain the differences. Being curious is understanding what's going on, learning about what's going on and what the situation is. While being nosy is trying to basically figure out someone's secret. And we need to keep secrets to ourselves. That's the difference between curiosity and nosy. And that's the way I understand it. And it's just my perspective. The next one is Steve Trevor. He is a love interest in Wonder Woman. And he is an American plight. He is kind of rough. But he does have a spot spot. This is like many people I met. And others. Because parents and every person who has a rough side. And that is who you are. And that that's fine. I don't want to say you delete your rough side. That If you want to have it, fine. But you need to be soft on your child's. With or without disabilities. Because your child is learning. I mean you can't. Get mad at them for learning. I mean, when they're younger and they're trying to learn stuff, learn what's appropriate and what's not, then fine. Then don't discipline them. Be soft. But after a while, they learned it and they know it's not right. And you're trying to teach them discipline. It's time for that rough spot to come out. But you got to be have a soft spot with them. I mean, don't beat your child. I don't believe in spankings or anything like that. I never have and never will. But with autism, it's especially going to be tricky discipline because you don't know if they're being autistic or if they're being a typical child, you know, like, any other child would be. So it's definitely hard to tell, but when they have an autistic moment, it's time for that soft spot come out. And I have had my family's soft spots come out many times with me, and I'm so, so grateful for that. But it's also hard to know when I'm being a brat and a typical child, or a typical teenager, I guess, too, or a typical mouthy adult, I guess. So in a way, you got to be soft with them when it comes to this one. I'm not saying, like, baby, I mean, you just don't hit them is the basically where I'm trying to go. And don't be too rough on their child when it comes to autism. Do it like timeouts, naughty steps, naughty rooms. I mean, whatever. Just make sure your child isn't like bruised up or whatever when it is playing. I mean, don't let that rough spot come out when they're having an autistic moment and try and understand the differences between them having an autistic moment and them having a tantrum, I guess. And that's hard. And I'm not saying that won't be easy. It's hard. Maybe do some research and try and understand this is when they're being the child that any other child would be. Okay, this is when they have an autistic moment. This is when the soft spot needs to come out. So compare the two, and I think you'll be okay to go. The next one is Antope. It is Wonder Woman's aunt, and the honest reason why she became Wonder Woman, because when I watched this movie, I saw her aunt wanting to train her. I could see it in her eyes, but her mom said no. And that was still because that's like me in the same cases or others around you, because around others around you say, yes, go for it. You got it. You are the one who can do this. But then the one boss around you says, no, and it's not the right time. And I've had a story like this. A while back ago, believe it or not, I was thinking about going on Maris Got Talent just a while back. And I had others around me say, yes, go for it, go for it, go for it, go for it. But my mom, the big boss said no. And I'm not going to lie, I was extremely aggravated because I'm like, all these people are believing me. Yet you're ripping the carpet from under me. Don't do that. That's not nice, mom. Ugh. And at the time, I was, I was like, okay, I, it's probably not the right time. Maybe we'll wait a little bit. And that was fine, but I, mean, that mo- I was just extremely aggravated and frustrated and just mad because I had people around me. And then that one person just came down on me. And 
it was hard. Believe me, it was so hard to hear all those yeses and the one big no. And let's just say this. Unlike Wonder Woman, they didn't sneak me out to Mary's Got Talent because she sneaked off and trained her. I wasn't sneaked off to Mary's Got Talent. Even though it would be funny and I got packaged up in a box because I bet some of you would like to see that. But anyway, my point is, when no matter the people who are saying yes, you gotta listen to that one no because I know it's hard to hear that all those yes and that one no. But at the end of the day, they're the full circle around you. They're your boss. And at the end of the day, they know it's what's right for you. I know it sounds like ruthlessness, but in reality, it's tough love. The next character is Queen Hippolyta. Wonder Woman's mother who cared for Wonder Woman in the movie. She wanted to shield her daughter from the world and her parentage or her heredity. This is hard for parents on the spectrum too because Wonder Woman kept growing and Queen Hippolyta kept hiding it. But here's the problem. The kids are going to keep growing because they're going to grow and grow and grow. And it can cause issues as they are trying to find themselves. So the way to do that is, parents, you can't make all the decisions when they're older. you got to make them choose what I like to call their make-your-own-adventure decisions. And it's hard to do that because you wouldn't have done that. You want to step in and be the mama bear and the papa bear. But you can't do that. you got to let them become themselves and make them choose their own decisions as they will make sure that it's maturity and self-reliance so that they can't rely on you 24-7. You guys won't be there forever, so let them rely on you when they can. But then don't let them rely on you when you're older too much so that you can go peacefully but also know that that they can make their own decisions and you don't have to worry about it. The next character is Dr. Isabel Maru, one of the three supervillains in the movie who specializes in chemistry and poison. The way she resembles autism, you might wonder, is she wears a facial mask because of a burn. But you want to say that? Quit wearing the mask. It's time for you to rise up. It's time for you to unleash the inner beast inside of you. So please, quit wearing an imaginary mask. Become the person you were meant to be. Don't let anyone stop you. It's time for you to go on top. Make it happen. If it's granted to you, great. But if not, make it happen. Please become you. Don't become the next person. Be the first you. Next one is Erich Lundinov, a strict German general in the movie. He fights for his country, but he also lost his son and was tortured. And he thinks what he's doing is actually right. But like earlier, we can do the wrong things, but we think it's right. Sometimes we get mixed up with our rights and wrongs. But I think everyone does. So it is from me earlier. But also realize, like I said earlier, it's not your fault always because everyone does it. So make sure don't take like a full guilty sentence. Be confident that you did it and just move on. Let it go. It's the best thing to do and with no grudges being attached. The next one is Sir Patrick or Aries. He is the big DC comic supervillain in the movie who tricked Wonder Woman that he was supporting her. But in the movie, she was manipulated by his charm. Unlike her, we can be easily manipulated and deceit into our areas. So parents and anyone on the spectrum, be careful and think in every direction before you confirm your choice. And C-108 thinking through, but you need to think of what might happen. I mean, you can't just run in there with no plan. you got to have a plan up your sleeve. I kind of want you to think what could happen, but think what will happen. And I know you can't read your ball or be a time traveler, but think about what will if you make this choice. So please, make the right choices, look in every direction, and go with it. Don't regret. Go. As for her history, it's all of her powers began at her home where she got everything from her powers to her weapons. Like her, we definitely remember where we came from, whether it's good or bad. So from earlier, we will remember where we came from, whether it's good or bad. We copy your moves, but we will paste our own specializes. Now as far as extras, the first one is the island of Thesmus Kyra. 
or Paradise Island. It is an island that is only known to mankind and it's only filled with women. In this movie, when I saw that, I was actually saddened because I get that it's part of a movie, but imagine it being a diverse island with men, women, any color that you are. You're treated with respect regardless of race, color, religion, sexual orientation, and gender. Imagine that. It doesn't show autism, but life as we need the Earth to be an inclusive planet. Now, we're doing better at it, but we're not fully there, no. The High Striker hasn't gone full energy yet. We're still, we're halfway there. We're in the yellow, but we're not in the green. The next one is the Lasso of Hestia, or in slang terms, the Lasso of Truth. It is a weapon that is used in Wonder Woman's arsenal, and it is cool because it forces people to tell the truth. This can definitely be related because, like earlier, I am not afraid to tell the truth. I've never been afraid. I don't think we need the... The lasso of truth to be wrapped around us. I think we're willing to do it without the rope. We do not need the rope to assist us when it comes to being truthful. Because no matter what, we want that spiciness up there. And no matter how hot it is, we're willing to spit it out. We're willing to shoot the flames out. So no matter how hot it is, we're willing to spit the truth. We don't need that rope. We're the rope ourselves. The next one is an armistice. It's a temporary peace agreement where two countries stop war, but they don't stop fully, but they stop. This was used because the Wonder Woman movie was set in World War One. To me, this can resemble autism because all this is to me really is just a band-aid. So sometimes people who are, who are not on the spectrum will put an armistice on something because when we're talking about something 24-7, we get into an argument, the parents or the person will put an armistice on it. But to me, it's dumb because what I'd rather solve the problem now than the problem come back and bite me because... If it's me, I'd rather discuss a problem until it's solved no matter how long it is. Whether that's all day, night, evening, noon, I don't care. Let's solve it now. That way we don't have to worry about it later. Now, in the world, we can't do that, obviously. But when we can, we're not using that armistice. We're taking it off. We're solving it now or it's never going to be solved, period. I'm not shutting up about the problem until it's solved. It's just the way I think. Because I don't want the band-aid to be put on or the armistice to be put on. I want the problem solved. Now, so that later we can not worry about it and we can live life happier and much more better without the dumbbell on our head. I also talk about a no man's land. It is a land that has a population of zero people and it's used to divide territories and because of the time setting, this was used in the movie as well. So like this, they had to divide for others. We have to divide for ourselves because if we do a big plan, what happens is we sweat, internal meltdowns for me or external we don't, we get anxiety, and it's just bad. CE109 Autistic Butterflies, more information on that. But if that anxiety can lead to us just not feeling good and getting us sick. And it's mentally sick and a little physical sick, if I don't may add. But it's awful. It doesn't feel good. So what we did was a no man's land plan, kind of, where we divide and conquered. So my divine conquer plan is I invited f several friends at a time for before I went to college. And I decided to just hang out with those friends. Then we do the next set, then the third set, and the fourth set, and so on, so on, until there's no more friends left. And I think you had to pick a number. For me, it was 10, but if you want lower, fine. Why I like it so much is you can work around them. With a big plan, you can't work around everybody. You want to work around several. But with a divide and conquer plan, you can work around every single person. So if you're thinking about planning, do a divide and conquer plan and not a big plan for that reason. But that's just me. You do what you want that at the end of the day as well. But a no man's land is my way of thinking because even though it has a population of zero, to me, it might have a bigger population of five. The next movie is Wonder Woman 1984. It is a sequel to Wonder Woman. The two new characters we have are Cheetah. She is an insecure geologist 
who becomes friends with Wonder Woman before getting mystical abilities. But power controlled you. And I can relate to her because from personal experience, it once did with me during my sophomore year. And see 104 making friends and gain that growth more information. But power did control me my sophomore year. I had all the power in the world. I felt like I was the most important person. And while it made me a confident and happier person, it made me so arrogant. It made me just ruthless, kind of. It made me want to tell people, it made me a little vengeful. And I hate that I came that way. I'm so sorry to those who experienced that type of wrath. At the end of the day, it was, it was better, but it still haunts me that I was so arrogant. And I keep him locked away pretty darn well. But it, it still comes out every once in a while. I'm not going to lie to you. But yes, I can relate because... Power can control you. So for those who are trying to learn themselves, if you're a teenager, don't let power control you like it did me. Because I didn't know what I had in myself until I felt like I lost it in me. And the other character is Max Lord. He is a struggling and excited businessman. He was famous for TV infomercials. He finally got the wishing stone and made the world's wishes come true. If you watch the movie, making wishes sounds kind of cool. But trust me, it's a bad idea for everybody. He used it for personal leisure and evilness. It wouldn't work here because... It would turn into an anarchy, in my opinion, and no human beings would be left because of the greed that humans in general can produce. But however, don't be too negative, guys, because there is still good in the world. I mean, I still see good people. I still see good love, good people holding hands, helping out. I mean, we lost that these days, unfortunately, or a lot more, but there's it's still there. I mean, there's still going to be good in the world, no matter when it's 2030. Everyone's not evil. There's still some sun in their eyes, no matter... Who it is. I look in the good for everybody. Now, even though it's all green and there's a lot of negatives in this world, there are positives, but you gotta look carefully and examine closely. Now, there are no extras or history, so we'll move on to the next movie, which is Man of Steel. Next one is Superman. It's a DC comic character who came from Earth after his father learned that Krypton was crashing. He became isolated after learning about superhuman powers. Also, his adaptive father told him to keep his powers secret. He really became Superman after an incident with his father sacrificing himself in a tornado. This connects with autism because I think we sacrifice how we feel sometimes and what we want to do because society does not call it normal because when we get the odd looks and we want to do it and we end up doing it, we're sacrificing our own selves because we're sacrificing ourselves to society because society's winning. We don't care what society thinks at the time. So yes, when we have our autistic moments, we're sacrificing society because society is so darn strict in how it wants you to act. But I don't believe in that. I think we should act the way we need to without if it's respectful and no one's getting hurt. So Superman is did sacrifice, but we sacrifice society. And Superman may have sacrificed himself or his secret, but we sacrifice our own secrets like everyone else does. The next one is Lois Lane. She is a love interest of Superman. She is a reporter for a newspaper. In the movie, in her biography, she kind of goes on an adventure to find her love. So let me tell you, love is a normal feeling for everybody, but for autism, it's even more feeling. It all seems great. Like everyone says, love at first sight. I don't think love is the best sometimes. I think love's lives for autism goes up and down. I've had my ups with love, but also many downs with my love story because I've had ups with love. I've had downs with love. And I've given up on love. I don't think I'll ever find it. Maybe I might down the road. I don't know. But for now, I'm focusing on some other stuff. Now, the solution for love is keep going for it. Keep going, keep going, and keep going. Fly, travel, keep looking out because someone will be there. You may not seem like it, but someone will be there if you look the right way, whether you believe it or don't. The next hero or the next person is General Zod. 
He's a Kryptonian supervillain with the same powers as Superman. He is Superman's biggest enemy because he sees Superman in a way that no one else can see. And like him, we do the same. We can see stuff about ready to happen from a mile away. We can interfere or predict what will happen. Most of the time we're accurate, but we do not know his social cues, which is kind of funny. And see 1115 conversation operation more. For autistic people have this, what I call hidden radar with certain situations, but not with others. I mean, when it comes to social cues, I'm the first guy. I don't see it a mile away. But when situations are about to happen, if a fight's about to happen, if something's about ready to go down, we know it. We can see it coming. But the, and the best thing to do is tell, like, okay, this is what's happening. I know it's going to happen. Prevent it before it gets provoked. But if they don't believe you, then you take action. Self-aggate for yourself. Step in. March up. Solve the problem. Help them out. And then live life like normal. So if you think you see that situation coming, step in or get help. But with General Zod, he saw Superman in ways that no one else sees. I see some people that no one else sees. I see them for their good. But I also see their bad as well. They have traits that others may like that I might not like. They have traits that I like, but others don't. So you got to know yourself and learn the person from head to toe. The next one is Martha Kent. She is Superman's adopted mother. After the tornado, his mother encouraged him and was there. Like someone on autism, we need just someone there because Superman made a decision to become Superman after his father died and she helped him make it. We might need that help with and from a different perspective because we may see something, but maybe we need persuasion. We need just someone there for us when we're down the dumps, when we're having trouble, when we're trying to just not mentally there, when we're mentally unstable. We just need someone there regardless if they're blood or non-blood. We need someone there. Please be there for us. Encourage us. Help us. Help us understand. Explain in a way that's brand new for you even. So please, just be there, and that's all I can ask for. Please, 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 please be there. Help us get through it, and be there for us for the good and the bad. The next one is Perry White. He's a chief editor of Newspaper Company, where Lois works. Lois and him have different views on Superman showing powers. Like the world, autistic people can be opinionated and spit their opinion within reason. We still respect yours. We are open and willing to listen to yours. But at the end of the day, we may not agree or change our mind. And whatever happens, you respect it. And to me, that's what makes America beautiful. It's hard now these days, but some people will still listen and listen to their points and change their minds. And it's just beautiful to see that. I mean, I can see your points and I may not change my mind, but I still like, yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to take this risk, but thank you so much for the advice. I appreciate it. And I'm glad that the America does that because not everyone in the world does that. But what if we don't agree? You know, I'm an opinionated person. We don't, but maybe he changes my mind. Maybe this guy, well, what about this? Think about it this way, you know, I mean, blah, 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 blah. And then you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't think of that. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So we had to listen to each other. And that's so hard to do. I mean, we say we are, but in reality we don't because we're having a busy life. What the world needs to do for everyone with and without autism is listen to each other so that we know each other's perspectives and at least we know how we think and how the others think. As far as the history goes for Superman, it's after a planetary core is crashing, his biological dad was able to send a young Superman of safety into Earth where it lands in a small town known as Kansas. Or as they call it, small town Kansas, which is funny. But anyway, the father had to make a decision for his safety. Parents, you might have to do the same. It may hurt, but it's for the best. I mean, if your child's out of control, you have to make that decision. You have to send him off, and I know. At the end of the day, it seems like a tragedy, but at the end of the day, you saved him. You saved 
his mindset. You save him before a real bigger tragedy happens. So it sounds like a tragedy, but at the end, it's beautiful kind of to see that others are helping. Now there are some extras for Superman. So the first extra is a, it's called Daily Planet. It is a fictional newspaper company that has associated with Superman good and bad. So like the media associated with Superman, the media also talks about autism in real world with, that is good and bad. I do my media for the good. My media is always here for good. I'm here for you. I'm just what I'm trying to do. But I have seen bad media and it makes me angry. And I have some examples. I've seen articles that made me mad. But the biggest one was an article that said why autism, how your pregnancy can be, how something can be bad. No, what was it? Oh, aha. It was taking this medicine can affect your son with autism. Okay, but why is, what's affected? I don't see anything that's affected other than your child thinking differently. So... I guess your answer is you don't want to take that medicine because you don't want your child to be themselves. And that's sad to me. So please, if you see those articles, I believe that they're in it for the money. And money may be heavier than blood, but blood is smarter than money. And I firmly believe that. Blood will tell you what's right. Money will, will lead you to the wrong day. So listen to the blood and not the money. The next thing is the Phantom Zone. It's the Prison of Krypton. This can relate because I think we give up and lose it and we get in trouble like anyone else. But we regret it and apologize. But that doesn't matter because I think young people need to have accountability regardless of autism or who you are. No matter if who you are. When you do something wrong, it's time to admit it. America, when America will hold you accountable. And that's, what, that's another thing a beautiful thing about this country. But no matter what, you have to be accountable for your actions. You can't use autism as an excuse. You can't use any disability as an excuse. It doesn't matter. There may be circumstantial and different consequences, but that doesn't matter. You cannot use anything as an excuse. You're going to get in trouble. You'll be in trouble, period. You may have to go to the phantom zone, but you may get it less than others, but you still have to go to the phantom zone, period, of who you are, from the president to an eighth grade English teacher. So whoever you are, sorry, consequences are still accountable for you. Now we shall move on to the sixth movie, which is Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. A new character is Batman. He's a fictional superhero character. He changed after seeing his own parents shot, and it changed him with less, but also more of a heart. This relates because we do have a heart, but trauma changed me and can change us like it did Batman. It can make us defend and honor the person, but the nightmares still live on. You know, I am one of the nicest guys. I will defend you no matter who you are. I accept no matter who you are. But if you abandon me, that's a nightmare. Making friends is a nightmare. The nightmares still live. I have night terrors over it. The biggest night terror I've had, I can easily tell you right now. I've been, it's the night, the biggest night terror is I'm in the desert. I'm sitting down by the patio and I invited people to come. And there's a sandstorm, which I don't know how you can survive a sandstorm and not get dust in your eyes. But I guess you could in, in Sam's dream world. But anyway, there's a sandstorm and all there's tumbling is tumbleweed coming down with no one coming. I wait there for hours. And that haunts me. It haunts me. I know it sounds a ridiculous dream, but it's true. I've had other nightmares where people have just left me and have told me why. And it haunts him to this day. I know it sounds stupid. I know it sounds dumb. I know the tumbleweed one just sounds really crazy, but it's true. I've had these dreams and I wish we could stop having those dreams, but I can't. The nightmares still live on. They always will. They'll be a part of me till I go down. And I wish I could get them away, but it's going to be with me forever. And as I get older, I've learned that the nightmares get less and less. So the only solution with this one is age 
and growing is the only way to stop them. Next one we need to talk about is Lex Luthor, an eccentric young businessman who is also a supervillain and obsessed with killing Superman. He uses his brain for power as he's the smartest character in DC Comics. But like him, we are smart at certain tasks and actions, but maybe something simple is a challenge. Like I always say, it's so simple yet so complicated. Because something as simple as driving is hard for me, but it's great But you guys take it for granted. And I wish the world understood that more. And it's so funny because when I do stuff, I, I just don't understand it. But when I do something that's complicated, it just snaps. And I get it. It's just funny and weird, but really cool because when I do laundry, I become a boy. But when I do roadcaster, I become a man. And to me, it's just cool because a boy and man are obviously different. But the boy struggles, but the man comes around. And... It's just funny that some things I'm a boy in, but some things I become a man in. And it's just really fascinating and odd that I think like that. As far as the extras, there's one extra I'd like to talk about, and that is LexCorp. It is a company for villain enterprise and being a victorious over Superman, actually. And this can be autism because people build stuff for illegal purposes, unfortunately. And someone can see a disability as bait, and they can hype that person with disability to do something illegal. And this is the biggest one because it's all peer pressure. I mean, if someone hypes you something illegal, you wouldn't do it, but you may not realize it. I mean, they could be tricking and run an illegal warehouse. I mean, I don't know what that is, but they could be tricking you to do that illegal thing. So you got to be careful and look in every direction before you make a choice and overanalyze what will happen to you. So please be careful. Don't do anything illegal. Please, if that is your choice not to and you want to live the great life, then don't do live that lifestyle like the others, unfortunately, are going to have to suffer from. Because you don't have to. The next movie is Suicide Squad. Though so our first character is Deadshot. He is an expert assassin who kills by day, but fathers at night. He is a conflicted criminal who enjoys killing, but tries to do right with his daughter. This can connect with autism because we have wrong and can be confused metaphorically. We can do the wrong things and be confused with that. And even though we might get in trouble earlier, like I said, we still care. Because at the end of the day... We care and love all, no matter how mad we are, and no matter how much of a hothead or tempered we are, we still love you. We still care. We love our families. We love our friends. No matter how mad we get at them, at the end of the day, we know our sources, and we're not afraid to use them. So even though we might look like we're mad and leaving you, in reality, we're not leaving. We're just taking a break from you. The next one we need to talk about is Harley Quinn. She is a criminal who was secluded by the Joker, and even though she abuses him, she still loves him and is actually the most manipulative in the group. This goes back, actually, to what Miss Sarah Tomko said about toxic relationships and comparing them to Serial and C-141. Meet Asta and Suzanne, parentheses Sarah Tomko, for more information on that. But I'm going to tell you, Harley Quinn must have good cholesterol because she is crazy, but this can happen with autism. To anyone, if you're in a toxic relationship, whether you are autistic or not, or if you've fallen for one, and get out of there, please. Get out of the toxic relationship. And if you can't, and if you fall for it already, I'm going to tell what Jake the Snake Roberts said on a documentary called Dark Side of the Ring. He said, run. Just run. Run like the wind and call the police. Please, if you get out and get out of that relationship so you don't have to feel bad about yourself and you can move on with a life that isn't full of abuse. The next one is Captain Boomerang, a criminal who uses a boomerang as a weapon. He is predicted as unpredictable and mouthy. 
This can be autism because sometimes someone who knows me or autism is actually unpredictable. In a good way, though. They want to say the right and help in just the kindest way unpredictably. We may help when no one else feels like it. We want to offer help, but it may not be at your time. We do want to do the right thing. We are unpredictable, but in the sense that makes the world a better place. But however, like Captain Boomerang, we're also not afraid to be mouthy and defend our flag. We're not afraid to be blunt and stand up for our rights. We're not afraid to get up from the chair and stay on the podium. We're not scared of that anymore. We've done that too much. So it's now time for us to stand on that podium and stand like Superman would with his chest out. Our next character is El Diabolo, a former Los Angeles gang member who got convicted, but he has the powers to summon flames and become a monster demon. He uses them on the ones he loved. This can be autism because when we are mad and being a child, we do not want to hurt anyone, but yes, flames come out with our pet peeves and our sensory issues. And C-123 says their feelings for more information on that. But when our pet peeves and our sensory feelings come out, it's bothersome. It's bad. It just feels awful. And flames come out. We're just like, ah, please stop. Please stop. And it's awful. I mean, it's just an awful feeling. It's not the fact we don't want to hurt anyone, but flames are coming out. We can't help it. I mean, I wish we could, but we cannot. We cannot help our flames coming out. So please understand, parents, that whether it's the pet peeves, we're not mad at you. We're mad at the situation and the issue that's bothering us. So please help us. Don't let us hurt anyone, but please help us become better with our sensory feelings. Don't let us wear a wet shirt. Don't let us pop a mar if that bothers us. Just please let us live the way we want to. If we are having our pet peeve, our sensory issues, solve it. Get rid of the shirt. Don't let them go in water. I don't know what that sensory issue is, but don't put them in that situation where you know it might trigger an, a freak attack. The next character is Killer Croc, a DC comic supervillain, and he suffers from a reptilian disease and it causes a reptilian features and he prefers to hide in the sewers. Like if someone with my autism might prefer to hide and maybe probably not in the sewers because that would be a s smelly place to hide and I hope no one's hiding in the sewers and clean up because we've had septic tank issues and I don't want anyone to go with what we went through with it. But anyway, let them hide and be antisocial. If it were me, then I would, if it was me, the way to solve it is just to keep encouraging, keep encouraging them to get out of that window. Keep encouraging them to get out of the house. Keep flying through. Let them fly. Let them fly their way. Get them out of that house and socialize. But they prefer to be a loner most of the time, then that's fine too. They still have to function and live, but they rather prefer to be alone with video games and their best friend is something else, fine. It's not hurting anyone, but they have to function, still have a job, still have to live life, but they prefer it, let them do it. As long as they're not harming anyone, they're good, still, still fine. So please, they want to be a loner, then okay. They want to be outgoing, okay. Want to be a mixture of both, okay. Well, whatever it is, let them do it. The last one for Suicide Squad is Enchantress, a supervillain who was possessed by evil forces when summoned. Like earlier, she got possessed with power. And believe me, I can't say this enough. Power can control you. And I'm so sorry, but it did. And if you don't really believe me, listen to what I said earlier and watch that 104 episode, and then we'll talk again, and then I might be able to change your mind. But for now, you're going to hear about a new advertisement, and we're going to hear about Life's Paths Counseling. So let's do it. Life is full of changes, and sometimes these changes can be challenging. Heather Hudson, clinical social worker and therapist, enjoys helping people navigate through these difficulties in life. In her practice, Heather offers successful ways people can cope with these seasons of life. She offers helpful and practical resources and options, as well as caring, non-judgmental, empathetic listening. Heather believes you are the expert in your own life. 
In the year 2020, we all know it was a hard year with the COVID pandemic. COVID has caused grief, loss, and isolation. Heather can help with these feelings. Her other specialties are children dealing with divorce, abandonment, death of a loved one, and other losses that affect your life. Although Heather cannot offer legal advice to you, she can discuss with you what kind of legal assistance you need and what you need to know and how to contact an attorney. Contact Heather today at 812-325-4009. All right, folks, and we're back. And yes, I encourage you all to take the right path to her. So now our next movie will be Justice League. And the first character is Cyborg. He's a, a methane hero, has biometric technology, in him, and he uses it as power. He got these powers after a fatal car crash, but had resentment and he thinks he is a creature. I can relate to this because people, I think when we're having an autistic moment, think we're creatures that don't understand stuff. So we're like this dumb, wild animal that is just running all over the place. We get those looks, and that's what I think they're looking at us like, and it bothers me because we don't. it's not the fact that we care, it's the fact we don't understand. So why is the world giving us dead looks and just wasting their time instead of not helping us and giving time? So please, don't waste. Give the time and think of it as it's being Christmas 24-7. Our next person is Commissioner James Gordon. The Commissioner of Gotham and he is a serious and down-to-business person. That can be us when we are working because when someone with autism works, nothing matters but the task ahead. And C-135, you start Monday for more information. But when we're working, nothing else matters. We're in our own place, our own head. We're on our own area working. So please don't bother us. Thank you very much. And if you do, fine, we're not going to talk to you much. So please, let's do the job. Let's get paid. And then we'll go and we'll talk it all away. But in the moment, let us talk, my friend. I mean, let us work so we can get the job done and learn the basic skills of life, please. Our final character from DC is Steppenwolf. He's a DC comic supervillain that is searching for the three boxes that can destroy Earth. He described as old and tired, but still works. Like an old person on the spectrum, they may not retire either. They might want to do something and get a small paid job. It depends on how big our motivation is. Because every person is different. One person might enjoy retirement, but the other person might hate retirement and just needs to do something. Each person's different with that. One person might want to go work at a Walmart greeter while the other one wants to watch Wheel of Fortune all day. And I don't know me. I think I would rather work, but also have some time off. Do a little mixture of both. But please, no matter who it is, let us live the way we want to. We've lived for over 50 years, so it's time to let us live our way, not society's way, but the old man, ah, you pencil neck geek way, no matter what way it is. So please, if we want to work at Walmart and we're old, do it. If we want to retire and just enjoy time on the couch, do it. So no matter who you are, Spectrum or not, enjoy retirement your way. Now, there is no history, which if I didn't say there was any history, there weren't for the others, just FYI, but there are some extras. So some extras are parademons, Steppenwolf's bugs, and henchmen, and they growl. And like them, we talk in a foreign language. Uh, we don't growl like, ah, 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 ah. I mean, we don't do that, but what we do talk in a foreign language sometimes because we can go off topic. We have these weird tendencies with playing our hair, smack our knees every time we talk, such as like that. I mean, I don't know. We may have weird tendencies while we're talking, and to them, that could set them off like it's a foreign language and they just visit a new country. So if we do that, just know that we're all in America still. We haven't traveled anywhere. We're still in the same place just as you are. Next thing we talk about the mother boxes. Three boxes that possesses power when they are separated. In the movie, when the boxes are separated, it's bad. But like us on the spectrum, 
we can have our boxes filled with thoughts and one gets separated or filled with too much information, it's bad. That's too much. We either have an external or internal meltdown. So C-107, meltdowns autistic style for more information on that. But we do when everything is filled in our box, when our boxes are filled with too much bubble wrap, then yeah, the bubble wrap's going to pop and we're just pop, 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 pop. <laughs> well, that's how we feel. We're just so overwhelmed. It's so overwhelming. We don't know what to do. We're panicking. We're feeling going nutso. So please, if we are, understand that's not us being crazy. We're problem solving. So like I said, I'm not crazy. I'm problem solving. And even though they might, the bubble wrap is popping 24-7, it's a good pop feeling. The final extra for Justice League is STAR or Scientific and Technological Advanced Research Laboratories Labs. It is a science fictional place that provides medical treatment to superheroes. And I think people on a spectrum feel like they need to go to STAR Labs when they are sick. And C-140 under the weather for more information on that. But when we are sick, it feels like the end of a new life because... Our sensories are so bad. I think we need to go like to the biggest doctor place alive. That's either like IU Hospital, Riley Hospital, or the biggest hospital in the world. When it is that bad with it's a little thing like a runny nose, sore throat, bad ears, it's awful. It just feels awful. It's so sensory. And we really just want to be treated for that one thing. Anything else, because typically on people on the spectrum, people can handle anything else but that one little symptom, which is actually a big one. So maybe what we need to do is Find a way to go to Star Labs and get treated for that one symptom and then the rest can be handled on our own or get that extra lift. And I don't know if that's possible, but if it was, believe me, I would. I want to think we're going to wrap up with one final movie, but first we need to hear about Perfection Autoglass. So let's get to it, shall we? Perfection Autoglass is the largest independent autoglass company in the state of Indiana, serving Bloomington, Fishers, Terre Haute, Greenwood, Anderson, and Muncie. They specialize in all aspects of autoglass repair, and replacement on everything from domestic and import vehicles, RVs, heavy trucks, and equipment repairing glass, outside mirrors, windows, regulators, and motors. Perfection Autoglass has trained and certified technicians that recalibrate the camera attached to your windshield to ensure your lane departure warning and ADS safety features are working properly. Their staff has more than 100 years of combined experience and uses only uses the highest quality glass and sealants in the industry. If your windshield or windows are damaged in any way, just have them replaced it or repaired as soon as possible for the safety of you and your loved ones. They offer both in-shop and mobile services as well as same-day service. Perfection Autoglass works directly with all insurance companies and their staff is committed to the highest level of quality service and attention to details that customers have come to expect. They understand that getting your vehicle back on the road as soon as possible is important to you. You can visit them online at perfectionautoglassindiana.com to learn more about their services and for a free quote, which I think is kind of cool, by the way, may I add. But anyway, please call Perfection Autoglass for any and all your autoglass needs. All right, folks, I'm back. And yes, please check Autoglass out because they are perfect. Now, I have one more movie and then we'll be done here. The ninth movie and the final is Aquaman. So the character is Aquaman, a half Athena and half human who communicate with those in the sea. This resembles autism because autistic people tend to gravitate towards animals and most like animals. I mean, I only like dogs, like love dogs, and that's the only animal I would love. But if I had to help an animal out, I would do and give my life up for an animal because they're the same way as humans. They're, they're just like humans, in my opinion, but they just act a little differently. Our next one is Mara. She is a love interest of Aquaman, but is loyal to Mary Orne, but she escapes with Aquaman. And this shows autism because... 
where she is, she is not loyal. She's not as loyal as she's supposed to be. It's the same for someone especially because where I'm supposed to be loyal, I may not be as loyal to that person. So if I'm forced to be loyal to someone like a family or a friend because my family wants me to, I may not be that loyal to my family or my friend or that loyal. I mean, I'm still loyal, but not extremely loyal to the point where I'm like, I do anything for him. And as we've gotten older, I'm more loyal to my family than friends, like always. But some friends, I am still loyal, but I shouldn't be as loyal as the others. I want people on the spectrum to understand that's just the way life works. And there's nothing you can do about that. If you're going to be loyal to everyone, then you're going to have a full play on you because you're going to be worrying about them left and right. So I've learned to, as I say, figure out how to make my loyal happy with its 50 and 50% charts. Now we got the two villains. So the first villain is Ocean Master. He's a full Athena and Aquaman's brother. He wants to unite the seas for war on surface. Well, I can't. He wants to reunite. I'm trying to do the same thing. I want to reunite for a certain cost. Because my podcast is doing that. I'm trying to reunite neurotypicals to come together and become one person. Because I'm trying to understand that, trying to be a voice for those who don't. I'm trying to help others who aren't spectrum. Explain why you should hang out those on a spectrum. And explain how to handle them. How to work with them. I mean, it's just I'm trying to help with so many that it's sometimes overwhelming. And it's hard to explain. For me, it doesn't have to be just me. You can reunite someone for something. You can be me or even be reunite something else with this. Doesn't have to be with podcasts. You can reunite autistic chefs. You can reunite spina bifida chefs. You can be a reuniter if you have that right mindset. So please, be the reuniter and become the reuniter that you have always wanted to be. The final one is Black Mantha. I mean, Black Mantha. Black Mantha. There we go. He is a ruthless pirate who is known for creating deadly weapons. He lost his father and wanted revenge. You know, I actually sympathize with him while watching this movie because even though they are evil, he still lost his father. I'd be doing the same because autism and anyone with a disability needs a family or at least a semi-functional family to succeed as they will need you for reliance and help. Anyone who's on the spectrum, any good heart one needs a family. Now, not anyone gets that press, but I am so thankful that I have that privilege of having a family, a mother, a father, a grandfather. You know, everyone doesn't have that. So you need to be grateful for that. You need to understand that. And if you're on the spectrum and you don't have the family, I don't know what to tell you, but I'm, the more I think of it, I think you can do something. I, if you don't find your family, maybe you don't have a biological mom. Maybe you find a mom that you consider a mom. Find your family. And I mean, I have found a second family. I got lucky and found my second family that consists of all my friends. I have a family, but I found a second family on my own. So please, if you're not happy with the family you have or... You want friends? Find your family, no matter where you're from. Now, the history is for Aquaman as a lightkeeper saw an abandoned body at shore and took her in, and they both fell in love and raised Aquaman. But she had an arranged marriage, and the sea law enforcement tried to take her, but she fought but left for her family's safety. They united in the movie because she survived and prevailed. We would survive for something that is important to us. We will survive for anything. We'll, we will become the top... Uh, of the food chain and survive and become the survival of the fittest ourselves. We'll become that. You have to rip my last breath from me in order to take something important from me. And that's the bottom line, buddy, because Stone Cold said so. So try taking something away from me that's important. It won't be good because all you're going to get is a Stone Cold stunner. To conclude, DC Comics is more than just a bunch of comic books and films and just superheroes. To me, DC Comics is a resemblance of autism. DC Comics has created some characters where I see some of them and me. So, 
for those who see autism as bad, I have a question for you. And I want to end it with this. Since I have some of these superhero characteristics, why can't I not be referred as a superhero myself? Well, that'll be all for us today. Hope you learned something about DC Comics. And I want you right now to go watch a DC Comics movie. <laughs> Thanks for joining me for this episode. <laughs> Please tune in for another episode coming very soon. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed listening to me ramble. Thank you very much.